Question 1. Why can't evolution be true? There are many reasons, however, it really comes down to the bedrock of evolution, which is the theory of random. The concept of random is impossible and doesn't exist. For example, if I threw dice I could calculate how it would land every time based on the force, the speed, the angle of the throw and the coefficient of friction. Random only exists for those who don't know the formula. But for the formula to exist in the first place, a set of parameters are needed to be established for the formula to be constructed. Everything is purposeful. Nothing ever operates by random so how can evolution be true? Said another way, if we bang two big rocks together for eternity will there ever be a spark of life? Or if I put pieces of a watch in a bag and swung it around for say 20 billions of years do you ever think that at one point there will be a fully functional watch in the bag? Really? The theory of evolution takes it even a step further they would say it will turn into a grandfather clock by random. Here are a few scientific arguments against evolution, 1. See, one of the first geological time periods is the Cambrian age where there was an explosion of life at one time, it was not over billions of years. 2. B, another scientific fact is that the bacterial flagellum motor, found in the cell and a key component to the cell, looks like an outdoor motor. It could never have been built by natural selection but as the fingerprints of a designer all over it. 3. S, or what about the simple logic that there isn't any evidence that species becomes other species, like an eagle becoming a finch or a lion becoming an elephant. Nor is there any evidence that there are half humans and half apes today. The similarity in body parts just shows a common designer not the absence of one. Why can't species change? Because it is in the very fabric of their design, DNA. 4. D, DNA is precise coding information, a program for each species and for each individual. Who do you think designed it? If I said that the book you are reading now randomly came together, letters fell from the sky in that specific array, would you think I am crazy? That is what evolution expects you to believe. DNA is far more complex than a book, and far more specific. 5. X, even the scientific ancestry dating methods know better. Where the Xi and XX chromosomes never link back to any ape or prove that the human population started with one man and one woman. Literally Adam and Eve. 6. P, what about the population of tilde 7 billion people today? It has a realistic starting point of tilde 5000 years ago, not millions, if you don't believe do the math yourself, it isn't difficult. 7. N, another interesting fact is that over 20 million people have documented near-death experiences NDE and out-of-body experiences OB where they have left their bodies including blind people and have come back to tell people what they saw. What does that mean? It means that life is so complex that it transcends beyond the physical, beyond the atom. 8. F. Even science confirms that everything physical is made up of the invisible. It is just a variation of frequency sound waves. Where do you think these specific designed waves come from? From the beginning the Bible has said that the worlds were framed by the word of God, 
so that things which are seen were not made of things that can be seen. Hebrew 11, 3. Everything came into existence literally through the audible word of God. Science can't prove or account for math and logic, metaphysical truths, ethical judgments, aesthetic judgments and science itself. What is the conclusion? The Apostle Paul said, God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. 1 Corinthians 1:27. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. So that they are without excuse, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Romans 1:20-22. Therefore I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling in you which is found only in Yeshua. Ephesians 1:18. Question 2. When we die we just cease to exist. Let's look at what science says. Science looks at the evidence and then draws a conclusion based on that evidence. The conclusion from the science community is not the extinction of life after death, it is the complete opposite. There are two main scientific studies on this very topic. Out of body OBS and near death experiences NDs, these are well documented testified cases. These are not opinions but facts. This is where people who have left their body while being operated on, seen their surroundings, seen what was going on, seen some supernatural thing, then came back and shared this with others. They all share similar things without even speaking with one another. There are over 20 million cases in the US alone. There have been some cases where people, who were born blind, saw their body for the very first time and then described the same events in detail. Everything that they described was verified to be true. They could not have described it unless they actually saw it. There were some people who spoke of being drawn to a white light, others being pulled into a dark crevice. Others spoke about someone speaking to them. Some saw Yeshua, Jesus, speaking to them. Now what is in dispute is the interpretation of some of the supernatural events but what is not in dispute is the fact they left their bodies. This is what Yeshua said, there was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died, and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and you are tormented. And besides all this, 
between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you therefore, father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, father Abraham. But if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded though one rise from the dead. Luke 16 19-31. Now to some of the Christian who didn't believe there is life beyond death, Yeshua says to you, as touching the dead, that they rise, have ye not read in the book of Moses, how in the bush God spake unto him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living, Ye therefore do greatly err, Mark 12 26-27. Question 3. Prove to me God exists. Only God can prove himself to you, the real question is, do you really want to know and are you prepared to make changes? If you are, ask Yeshua, Jesus, to reveal himself to you and he will, guaranteed. If you want another answer without asking God, then it is futile. However, if you are unable to see the Creator through His creation then let me help you. Assume you stood in front of a large colorful painting in a museum. To the right there is an apple tree, to the left a couple enjoying a picnic, in the center a stream flowing and leaves floating in the autumn air. You notice that there isn't a name signed on the painting, but you know an artist did it. It didn't happen by chance. The more you look at it the more you appreciate it. You find yourself saying, I like this artist. Just then the painting pops out like a hologram. You are impressed and say, this artist is a genius. As you move your hand through the hologram the painting engulfs you. As if you are in the painting. You reach forward and pluck the apple off the tree. You smell the crisp autumn air as a leaf lands on your forehead. The couple who are enjoying the picnic to the right, get up and come towards you smiling. Is this a dream? Who did this amazing work of art that is beyond your comprehension? Where there is a painting there is an artist, where there is creation there is the creator. King David said, O Yahweh, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength, because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. All sheep and oxen even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the seas. O Yahweh, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Psalm 8 Question 4 Only if I see God will I believe isn't that hypocritical because you don't live that way. Don't you base your life on your meaning and your ethics, 
since when could you physically see your meaning or ethics? All you live by are the effects. You can't see wind, electricity or gravity yet you believe it is there because you see the effects. Something closer to home, you can't physically see life yet you live by it. For example, if someone dies of a heart attack and you give them a perfectly new heart within an hour, why won't they live or come back to life? Because the physical can only house and sustain life, it does not give life. Therefore, if you really want to see God then look at the effects of God in his son, yeah sure. Do some research, has there ever been anyone in history who has been a better example and made a bigger impact than yeah sure? Listen to what he said, I am the way the truth and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me. He who has seen me has seen the Father, John 14, 6, 9. The real question is, do you believe Yeshua? If you do, you will see the Father one day. However, if you don't believe then even if God showed himself to you, you will still not believe, remember Adam, Eve or Judas. Question 5. Why doesn't God show himself physically? He has through creation, through scripture, through Israel, through his son Yeshua and his people. Why are you so blind? Is this question an excuse to rebel? When God the Father physically shows himself then your choice is up and judgment starts, trust me you don't want the question to be fulfilled. Do you think seeing him physically will change your heart for eternity? Remember, God did show himself to Adam and Eve in the beginning, however that made no difference they still rebelled. Another was Judas, he walked with Yeshua for three years, seeing the amazing miracles, and yet he too rebelled. Why? Because of pride and ungratefulness. If you haven't thought about this before, think about eternity. Eternity is a long time. Would you want to spend eternity with people who would grow to hate and despise you? Obviously not, so how would you test them and get rid of their rebellion before they stay with you? God is seeking those who seek him. If they seek him, he will reveal Yeshua to them so that they can get rid of their rebellion. If they believe him and follow his word now, when they don't see him, how much more will they when they see him one day? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believes on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that does evil hates the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. John 3:16-20. After Yeshua was resurrected physically, Thomas his disciple, still didn't believe. Yeshua appeared to him and said, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed, blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. John 20 29